You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. All right. Well, it's great to see you again, Penny. A lot has happened since we last spoke. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> Angel Rose is in hospital. We've had great ICU experiences. My God, it's been traumatic. I no, bet. It's been traumatic. It's just been... Well, it might not have been for you, but it was for me, well, I'll tell you. I relaxed a lot. <laughs> I know. didn't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, seeing her going off with an ambulance, you know, that's a, it's a scary thing. It is. It is. You know, I didn't have a spouse who was freaking out. I had four kids, and they were the same thing. Like, yeah. ah! Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah it's and a big you know, deal. It's the strangest thing that even though you might have some idea of what's going on spiritually, you know, nonetheless, when it happens, it's like yep. it really shakes you up, you know? Yeah, yeah. There is no getting around the physical. That's yeah. uh, that's something to contend with. <laughs> right, so, right, yeah. Well, yeah. I was telling Ahano, you know, that just before that happened, I was dreaming. And oh. in the dream, and now I don't understand what it was, but before, I was dreaming I was in this beautiful modern office building, right? Beautifully decorated, very elegant. Oh. And um, I was part of a team of four. And um, we our job was to find out the secret of the Chinese on how they could regulate temperature. Oh, wow. In other words, they had a whole clothing line and had something to do with the success of the clothes had something to do with the temperature. <laughs> so that was our job, right? So I went yeah. back to sleep. And when I woke up again, before he took me to the hospital, it was the same dream, except that the four, there were four men and me, and I had the sense there was another woman, but I couldn't see her. But they were all in a corner huddling, talking. Well, what's interesting is that the hospital I was in was super modern. Oh. Okay. All the doctors I had were Indian. Eastern Indian. Indian. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. the temperature, I looked it up and I thought, maybe they're telling me I need a Chinese doctor to regulate oh. my, my inner temperature. <laughs> because you know i've been getting very cold and it's not cold here it's in the 70s and lower 80s and i sit here shivering you know oh wow so yep. my temperature's off <laughs> so i thought well, maybe that's what that's telling me because i thought the chinese you know the secrets of the chinese but yeah. maybe they know something maybe I, that's what i kind of surmise that maybe i should see a chinese doctor you know yeah. <laughs> oh I think you were practicing. The clothing is your body. It's what you yeah. wear when you come here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we figured not... it was a, a premonition of some That's kind. I thought, am insight. I dying because there's new clothes over there in the corner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Get rid of this one. Anyway, enough about me. Oh, um, wow. Well, I'm glad that oh. you're better. Well, the one thing I just want to mention real quick, uh, we do want to talk about aliens today because that's what we had planned on talking about. Yeah. But just okay. to mention real quick, Penny, that, um, you know, ever since your experience in hospital, when you talked yeah. about that being an upgrade, we, we've had so much feedback also from our people about um, upgrades, you know, that people, what, I, what really surprised me was when we put it out to our list of people, that she was in hospital, they were all saying, oh, my God, the same thing happened to me, or I just got home from hospital as well, or, you know, I've had high blood pressure this last while, or I've been feeling dizzy. And it's not just one or two. It's not random. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Have you had that same experience? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's the strangest thing. thing. Yeah, and that was at the bottom of my list, Penny. But apparently, he's addressing it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I um, when I came out of the hospital, I was um, talking with John Peterson because I'm getting ready to go to the Arlington Institute, and and I was telling him that I had spent half the time in the hospital bed and the other half on board the ship, um, where they were 
working on me and, and telling me that I was getting this upgrade um, because it would make it easier for me to manage the high frequency area that our planet had moved into. And um, <laughs> John said, oh my God, that's the same thing. He said, I, I, he said, I just thought they were the wildest dreams. I'm on board this spaceship and talking with these other beings. And um, so ended up, I have nine people on my list that I know personally that have had the same thing. Right. So, yeah, yeah. this sudden spike in something yeah. and yeah. into the hospital and come out and, you know, everything goes back to normal. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because I asked Ahana what was going on that night. And he said, well, it was a new moon, but there was that eclipse across the world in Australia or something. Oh, when I journaled about after I just journaled about it yesterday, the first thing I put down was frequency overload, you know, that my body <laughs> couldn't handle the frequency overload. It was like, like I got struck by lightning in my ear or something, you know, because yeah. that's how it hurt. And then all of a sudden couldn't hear. Yeah. And, you know, there were striking numbers, too. I mean, I'm sure, you know, and we've to told you before, and we've spoken before, but Angel Rose being born on 11-11 and I'm born on 11. And so all those 11-11s keep coming up. But the numbers on the hospital monitors, you know, beside the bed, yep. like there was, I don't know, there was mean average whatever of 111. And then there was an other numbers that were showing 22s all the time. Yeah, then, that was my room at the hospital. <laughs> was it? <I> was <laughs> yeah. And she was in room 11. I, I mean, it's oh, wow. astonishing that those, like, you know, yep. on one level you can say, ah, they're just coincidences. But like when they start stacking up like that. I know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then it makes you, it makes you stop and think, okay, what's going on here? Interesting. So it was, it was also a, a moment where, um, we're in the hospital room and I'm um, talking to my kids. Two of my children were there and in sailed this woman that I know from way back um, and hadn't seen her, hadn't heard from her, you know, didn't know anything about her. Nobody had put out anything at that point. And she just knew that I was in that hospital and what room I was in and and she walked in and she said, you really got a good hospital room number. She said, it was, I was like, oh, my God. And she proceeded to chat for a while. And then she just left, you know, yeah. and it wasn't visiting hours and nobody stopped her. And she didn't stop to ask where I was because she knew that it wasn't visiting hours. And so was one wow. of those weird little yeah, things. Yeah. And you know, one other thing I just want to say about this, because I know Angel Rose doesn't want to dwell on the focus on herself. But I found it intriguing that you know how in in the work that we all do, we're yeah. aware that there is a pharmaceutical element that is somewhat destructive, let's say. They want to push drugs on you and they want to, you know. So right. So here's the thing. We found the opposite to that in our experience in the hospital this time oh. they were the nicest they were the friendliest they were the most professional oh. they were they didn't try to push anything they told us everything they were doing you know yep. everything was down to our choice you know angel's choice and it was wow. a very different experience than anything we've ever experienced in a hospital before well, wow. when I went to the emergency room, of course, they ask you all these questions. And the first thing they said was, have you been vaccinated? And oh. I, said, I said, no, and I don't want to be. And they said, well, we're right there with you. Oh. <laughs> that was kind of an interesting <laughs> yeah, response. Yeah. 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 So I, yeah was I threatened my doctors, the, the operating team, when I got into the operating room just before they put me out, I said, and don't you dare vaccinate me or sneak me any of that vaccine juice while I'm under. <laughs> and he burst out laughing and said, don't worry, we won't. <laughs> you do have that thought, though, don't you? I've had, I yeah. had that thought, like, yeah. when they put something yeah. in your IV, it's like, well, what are you really putting in my IV? You know? I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, they were very, they were very good, you know, yeah. and of course I'm on blood pressure medicine now and dizzy medicine and, you know, but I came home and I thought to myself, who gives a shit, you know, at, at this time, I know. 
Just who cares? Who cares? Just let me not have to fall over and let my blood pressure not be 250 over 100 right. something, which is what it was. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Mine so, was up there. Holy cow, from the pain. Yours was up there too? Yeah. It was uh, 183. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. normally like 120, 130. Yeah. And right. yeah. Up there. And yeah. it was yeah. pain. It was a terrible pain. I couldn't get a hold of it. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. I know that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I had had those questions, Penny, about the symptoms later on in my discussion. Oh, okay. <laughs> All Which, right. Listen to this. My Hada had said to me prior, are you sure you want to go there with Penny? Are you sure you want to talk to her about that? And I said, yeah. <laughs> so what happens as soon as we get on? He starts talking. <laughs> well, no, I'll tell you where. You see, I think he needs the therapy. No, I, <laughs> I just like to try and maintain some continuity because, and also in a sense to give, to answer people's questions because they're the very questions that they've been asking us. Do yeah. you know, so I wanted to I deal do. with that. But also now to circle around, do you remember the last time we were talking, you, you were going through all these points, you know, and you came to point six and it was about aliens and we were at the end of our time. Yeah, I remember. You, she would you, answer the question you wouldn't about answer, Sedona. You, you said, yeah, let's, we'll deal with that next time. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember exactly where we left off, but I do remember saying, let's leave that for next time. So what did we leave for next time? <laughs> well, we were discussing the area in Sedona. We were discussing how there's many UFO ah. sightings around here Bartos. and that we had met a man who basically believed that the Pleiadians were here and this was Lemuria and that all these races are coming back now and all this and that well I told you that when I go by the mountains um, I always see them as these huge temples oh. okay and um, oh. never got any answers really on what temples who but more than that, um, we were just going to discuss ETs in general anyway, Penny. Um, okay. Races and, you know, are there races helping us now that are helping the evolution of our planet? And if there are, who are they? And what do you know? <laughs> I will be here forever. <laughs> um, okay. So I'll just kind of break it down. Um, in a what I hope is simple yeah. manner, the planet, our planet, was targeted a long time ago by some some people that were not didn't have good intentions. Okay, and those people are just like you here in all of the internet stuff, reptilians or dracos. Sometimes they're called dracos and tall grays which are sometimes called Ebens and sometimes called Nibus, and then small grays, which are sometimes called um, Zetas or Zeta Reticuli. Um, and so they have, and, and they have a few other people that they have aligned with that are not very honorable. And when I say not very honorable, they don't honor free will and they don't, they want slaves. Um, so that's that's what they're after, okay? Because that is the commerce that is interplanetary and intergalactic slaves. The most powerful, the most um, sought after thing in the universe is DNA. Mm. And we have some amazing DNA. So there are some bad people that have been trying to take over and it's been a very slow, um, you know, once you see the whole picture, you can see why everything that's been happening for the last 50 years has happened. And so then there's another group, there's actually a very large group that have said, nope, you're not, you're not taking over planet earth. And so they have come and they, they have limits in terms of what they can do. They can try to engage the, um, the warlike reptilians and, and et cetera. The, the reptilians actually are the warring ones. The, um, 
the graves are the ones doing all the on the ground work, hybridizing in order to get their people in here. So that's been going on for a very long time, that hybridization program. Um, so we have some good guys and some bad guys. The good guys are limited in, in terms of they cannot attack our planet. They can't do our work for us. Um, they can't do anything that would put us at risk. So that war has been going on in the open. And it really bugs me that our government has just plain old been lying, lying through their teeth for years, for decades. No, there's no ETs. There's nothing like that happening here and making fun of people and shaming people. And in the background, they're working with them left and right. Um, there are at least two or three dozen, maybe even four dozen groups, different kinds of ETs here. I know of a few. I, I know a few. And, you know, they're, they're the good guys. I know of the bad guys. But the ones that I deal with are all on the good side. So that's the long answer to your short question, okay? Can you name them or no? Um, yeah, I can. Some of them. So the, um, let's see, the ones that I'm working with, of course, are Pleiadian. And there's different kinds of Pleiadians. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a bunch of them. Um, and they look slightly different, but they're very similar to us. Mm -hmm. um, the, the second ones I'm working with are Gentrans. They don't look much like us. They're humanoid, but they're, they have, their eyes are different and they have a forehead that slants out. And this whole nose thing is like a bunch of bumps or wrinkles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and they're amazing, wonderful beings in many ways. Um, they do a lot of groundwork and they, um, so, well, I'll, I won't say anything more about them. And then there's the, um, I'm not sure if you pronounce it Jinvo or Ginvo. Um, I, they, I think they call it the Jinvo. Um, other people I've heard say Ginvo, but um, they very nice, very, very wise. Um, and then there's a couple that I that I know are um, Umite, Umo. They're from the planet Umo. And they are, they're similar to us. They look very much like us. Um, I, I, and I was just thinking about this this morning. I think my girlfriend from when I was in grade school was one of them. She had all of the characteristics, all of them right down the line, tall. Sloping shoulders, um, you know, skinny, really tall forehead. I mean, amazingly tall forehead, um, thin hair, and um, that. I and she was a huge inspiration to me. So I think you know she was one of them. Uh, they're mostly they do healing. They do a lot of healing work. Um, and then there's a few others that I have uh, worked with and seen. Some of them I don't really know um, their background a whole lot, but those are the main ones. There's a couple people from Andromeda, um, or not Andromeda, Arcturus, that I have worked with. Um, that's basically, those are mostly the good ones. Those are all good. So. Um, and then there's the people that they're from, um, how do I say this? You know, I came here because this was an assignment for me. Maybe you've heard me say that before. I came because this was um, like a graduation assignment, you know, to come down here and teach the world about the mind and consciousness and <laughs> Change the direction of the planet. And I thought, oh, that's a piece of cake. Well, that hasn't been the case at <laughs> all. Um, and it was far more difficult and challenging, far more stressful than I ever would have imagined. But 
you know, here I am doing my best. So the reason that I came here was because I want to um, become, I want an invitation to become part of this group that goes around the universe seeding life. And you have to, you have to have at least one experience. Most of your education is hands-on education and you have to have um, experience in which you are immersed in a culture, a civilization that is um, struggling to take an evolutionary step. And that's us. We're trying to take an evolutionary step. And we've got these, you know, warlike beings from elsewhere, up by Orion, Sirius, um, that are here causing all kinds of havoc and have gotten control of so many things. And most of the top ones have left. Um, they they left in 2021. Um, and that was such a joy to me. But they said, what my people said to me was, well, you know, the top level is gone. They have abandoned. They don't think they can pull it off. But you're left to deal with the people that they set up to make this happen, they know that the the boys at the top have left and they're going to try and run it themselves. And you're going to be stuck dealing with your own people. Um, and it's a huge, it's a global network of corporations. And, and I know from my own experience elsewhere that when you introduce the corporate structure into any civilization, right there, you have the attempt for infiltration because that's how they do it. They they bring in a corporate structure and they gradually increase the power of that corporation. They create a whole network of corporations and then they make a critical change in the laws of somebody who is prominent and that critical change is the recognition of a corpus, a corporate, as a body, having all the same rights as a human. And right there, you've lost. Yeah. So that has happened. We are now dealing with a whole slew of laws. They then um, continue to pull strings. All the laws are set up in the favor of the corporations. We have nothing in our favor except our spunkiness. So um, so here we are. Mm. Here we are. And, yeah. and Penny, do you think too that they target individuals to take them out? Oh, heavens, yes. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the biggest things of my training was um, you stay under the radar. Don't open your mouth. You be quiet, stay quiet until we give the word. And and so I did. And um, some people were taken out. Um, and I saw that early on. And and so that made me very much more circumspect. <laughs> so I, um, I have, you know, some sad stories to tell here and there. But, um, you know, it's, it's when you're at war, you have to prepare to win some and lose some. Yeah. So we are at war. We have been the whole the whole problem with what's been happening on the planet all comes down to that takeover, which was highly, highly advanced. And I when I wrote, you know, my consciousness and energy volume four, I laid out the plan that is always used and I laid it out in such a way that I didn't refer to any any ETs or any other off-planet people but that is the plan that they use and that was part of my an intense part of my briefing before I came here um, was to understand that they they come at a population from every angle every single aspect of life gets um taken under their control and the whole goal is to dumb down the population 
or to cause us to lose energy or to not be able to figure out what the heck is going on. And it's a multi-pronged approach. Yeah. And when you look at it, it's like, wow, they're really successful. I thought it would be a snap to just change people's minds, but earth people are not quite uh, the same as people from elsewhere. Um, they're still fairly, um, they're, they're still fairly close. They're very fearful. Yes. Um, and so it's like, okay, how do you, how do you get them to move without? Do you think that's a result of brain development, Penny? At some level, I mean, do you yeah, think? Well, the failure of brain development. Failure of brain development. Yeah, there are stages of development that we go through. And, you know, and and, and for us, if you're talking to a psychologist, they're going to talk about sensory motor, uh, concrete operations, mental operations, and abstract operations. And that's it. You're done at age 14. Well, yeah. you know. That's, that isn't even half of the yeah. of the development that goes on. The human continues to develop and should develop in the second half of life <clears throat> so that they become incredibly wise, powerful, less dense, more intuitive, more psychic, more ability to heal, to see, to know, to transport the self. And um, all sorts of things, and we've we've been we've had so many roadblocks. We haven't barely gotten well. Sort we haven't even gotten past mental operations, which is age twelve. Mm -hmm. When when you learn how to survive, that's when you learn hands on how to cook, how to sew, how to garden, how to repair things, how to take care of animals how to run things, how to work with people. That's when all that happens, 12 to, um, actually it's age um, seven to 12. You miss that stage, you don't have any security. Yeah. Well, they sure don't teach it in school, that's for sure. No. Yeah. No, you know where I learned it was in 4-H. Everything I needed to know, I learned in 4-H. It was like, holy cow. Yeah. Um, I got out there and, you know, with my husband and my first baby and was like, wow, nobody told me how to do this. Oh, my God. So I was, I was never I mean, my parents, my father was a great gardener and his parents were coming out of the Depression. They grew everything in their backyard. Yeah. Um, but I, my mom never taught. I was never taught how to do any of that kind of stuff. My dad used to go to the market and bring home a chicken and cut it for kill it for dinner and uh i never yeah. knew any of that except i knew he was chopping the thing's head off in the basement you know <laughs> which wasn't so much fun but uh yeah you know um yeah you yeah, those basic things like that for sure yeah for sure absolutely yeah well I, I, not coming from the u.s i don't know what 4-h is it's a yeah it's a club it's like, is it a farm club? Penny? It's a farm kind of club for children. And you come into, you have to be at least 10. I got in when I was nine because I lied. Um, nice. But um, you take these different programs, some in the winter and some in the summer. So gotcha. a, a smattering of the things I took were cooking, baking, Every year I won blue ribbons at the fair, the county fair for gardening and flowers. And um, I took photography. I took electricity. I took um, how to take care of your skin and your hair. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. There, there was knitting, sewing. I won blue ribbons. On, I made. I started making my own clothes when I was nine years old. Yes. And yeah, yeah. won blue ribbons for my dresses. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. I, I can identify with that because um, the school system is different in Ireland, but yeah, in you have a choice when you come to like age 11 or thereabouts that you can you can go to well, what we call secondary school. So at that point, you have a choice to go to a technical school, which would you have a different name for it, but it will be where you learn trades and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Or you can go on the academic route. Yeah. And, 
when I at my when I was eleven, those two choices, the academic route was with the Christian Brothers, which I figured at that point in time that is absolutely not the way I want to go. <laughs> and of course, they learned Latin and Greek and all the rest. Of it. I have no interest to me at that time, and I took the technical route. And in the technical, in in the, we learned technical drawing, building construction, you know, yep. repairs, maintenance, boilers, mechanics. Like we yep. learned all that stuff, and it was the best grounding ever. I it agree. Fabulous. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, see, he I was penning the fact that he can fix anything and wire anything. <laughs> she, yeah. She just wants me to wear a, a belt around. <laughs> on my naked body you know <laughs> i have one of those <laughs> I don't want your <laughs> it's your tool belt <laughs> that's, that's all she wants she wants to see me in the tool belt <laughs> very good i took 4-h from the time i was nine until i left home when and got married that's so fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic wow. yeah. it really yeah. is yeah yeah. yeah, I think we were very lucky, too, because all of our family circumstances were such that everybody was into gardening, whether yeah. it was vegetables or flowers or whatever. But it was all we were very aware of the necessity to plan for the winter like a farmer does, you know, yep. so you grow and you harvest and you give gratitude for that and so on. And it was a, it was being clued into the cycles of nature. And that Bingo. was a wonderful thing. Yep. Bingo. Yeah. That was our life. We ran our life by the seasons of the calendar. Yes. Um, that was, I mean, it was just the way life went. When I went to the city and got my first job after graduation, I was like, these people, they're running their life by the clock. That was not how I was. And yeah. so my first job, I would get to the job, you know, when I got there. Uh, yeah. which was generally around 8.30 in the morning. And, yeah. and they were like, you have to clock in at two minutes, within two minutes of 8.30. And I'm like, what? Who runs their life like that? Yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah. factory was like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that, all that industrialization, Penny, do you think mm -hmm. that's the influence of these ETs that we're talking about, these negative ETs? Uh, no, not at all. Um, oh. they, that's, the, that's the natural evolutionary path of a population is to discover the mechanical side of life and the technical and, and, and then expand their science, etc. And the bad ETs watch until everybody on the planet or a good portion have a fairly good understanding of science and technology. Not, not a scientist, nothing like that, but they're comfortable with technology and they're comfortable with factory type operations because they, they need those people to be educated in that way in order to be a good slave. So normally what happens is the population becomes more technical they stay on the good side. Hopefully they stay on the good side. They're not doing any nasty stuff with their technology. Um, and the whole thing evolves as the interest in science grows, the interest in what's out there around the planet grows, and you begin to move yourself and your entire civilization toward a, a position of being ready, willing, and then finally able to get off the planet, go to the moon, go to at least be interplanetary, and then maybe be interstellar, visit other star systems, other solar systems, and then finally be intergalactic. Um, what has happened for us on planet Earth is that all of our evolution stopped um, right about 1958, 59, 60, when Kennedy was shot, all, everything was stopped and everything was held in this homeostatic what position mm -hmm. or balance. No change. Everything's cool. It's all wonderful. We're the greatest thing since sliced bread. In the meantime, 
um, a huge amount of technological development was going on behind the scenes that was preparing to um, trade humans for, um, for all, that is the trade that goes on. <laughs> so um, there's been a lot of that that has happened and a lot of people who were abducted um, and or who said they went away to the moon and came back first time I heard that from one of my clients I was like what has she been smoking and but it was it was a nun it was a catholic nun who was also a mathematician she was a fabulous mathematician and she was um she said I got on a bus in the morning and when I got off the bus in the afternoon it was a different season <laughs> You know, like she got on the bus on a summer morning and she got off on a winter evening. And it was like, you know, what happened here? And she had no memory of that. Um, and she began to try to recover her memories. And they were all of having been sent to the moon. Um, she worked as a mathematician on some of the um, the base they were building, the U.S. has bases all through the all through the solar system. Yeah. Um. And and she was just like, I have no idea what I did when I was there. Jeez. Um. And she, she was concerned that she hadn't gone to church every day. And I said, No, I don't think you went to church every day. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened. It must have been very difficult for her though, because that whole doctrine is very in, ingrained in their yeah. teaching. So. For her to even accept that she might have done that, it must have been a huge eye opener for her. Yeah, she was very intelligent. She was sharp. Yeah. And, you know, she was not interested in playing games or being fooled. She was into math, right. <laughs> you know, which was very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, are they still abducting people today, Penny? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. You know, through the. Grapevine, supposedly all that had stopped, but I never thought it did, but I'm just curious. It didn't stop. It has continued. People are still disappearing. The underground wars, the wars going on in the deep underground, what do they call them? In the tunnels or the deep underground military bases, those have been those have been pretty I I don't know what to say. I've seen the photos of the children coming out of those installations, underground tunnels, underground bases. I I mean, there's things that I can't even begin to describe because first of all, it's hardly believable. I I mean, I saw it at the same time. I was like, yeah, I, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, you know, the floor yeah. littered with the bodies of children yeah. of every weird configuration and, you know, with legs, without legs, with extra legs, with extra arms, with extra eyes, with, oh, <laughs> just yeah. not. The hybrid program um, was in full swing. Yeah. And um, a lot of those children, if they didn't conform to what the expectation was, they were just thrown aside. Yeah. You so, mentioned... Wait one second. So with that hybrid, I mean, what are they trying to produce? They're trying to produce. They were they and they have produced. Now, well, let me answer the question. They were trying to produce um, an army of children that would come in and look pretty normal. Um, that we would then say, oh, look at those poor children. We can't abandon those children. But all those children were chipped and um, had the DNA of reptilians and dracos and some graves. And so most of those children were taken away. I don't know where they went, um, but they were deemed as not fit for uh, what do you call it? adoption in the in the on the earth yeah. um and and i think that was probably wise yeah. um they didn't quite a lot of them just didn't even come close to looking like us they would not have fit in it would have been so hard for them 
Yeah. You mentioned earlier on in our conversation about how humans, our, our brain hasn't developed or evolved enough to, right. to cope with what, or to, to, to understand really what's going on. Now, in yeah. that way, is there any chance for humans? Like, like, is there a percentage that has to, to evolve enough that will carry the rest of the population? Or how, how does that work? Can you explain that? Um, well, I think, well, let me say that right now, we're getting close to the percentage. I don't know what that is, but the message that I got just this week was, you're getting close, keep going. So that was very encouraging. Um, the The idea that I've had is they were going for 50%, but they would settle for whatever they got. That wasn't, you know, kind yeah. of the, what I thought was being said without being said. Yeah. And having said that, um, most of the people who have got it, so to speak, are in other countries. The U.S. is in danger, and this I've said this in the last couple of looksies. We are in danger of being abandoned by the rest of the world as a group of people who could not or would not stand up to their um, their captors, and nobody wants anything to do with us. And we won't have any money and we won't have any reputation left. And so that really bothers me. Huh. And I'm and surprised to long, hear that. Yeah. The long-term result of that is we get bombed. They take out the US because it's the only way they can think of to get rid of the remaining people that are the bad on that are part of the destruction. The goal was to destroy the U.S. because it was the number one powerhouse on a planet. And and so the attitude of some of my people is, you know, how are you guys still sitting on a couch watching TV? How are you guys not standing up? The whole rest of the world is demonstrating and rioting. And what are you guys doing? Yes. I'm like, I, I, I think we're waiting for the right moment. I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're getting to the point where if we don't stand up for ourselves, um, you know, those of us that are awake are going to end up being taken out along with the bad boys that are running the U.S. We don't really have a government. So it's fake. Right. And what what about the likes of Stephen Greer, for example, in in him trying to raise awareness and disclosure and all of that, and and with the connections that he has with government, like is that having any effect? Yeah, it has had some effect, but everybody in government already knew. I'm aware of that, but like in terms of the education that he's doing, is it is that having any okay. effect? Um, yeah, it does. He's teaching people how to call in beings. He's, I'm not sure he's bringing in the right people, but certainly beings do show up. Yes. And since we don't have enough experience to know who's good and who's bad, yes. most people do not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah that's kind and of. Do you, have any, do you have any words for people in terms of that discrimination? And, and uh, the reason I'm asking you is because, like, that discrimination is needed throughout life at every yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is how I do it. I think you have to get to a point where you are willing to feel. Step one, feel. Step two, then you have to trust your own feeling. And you have to not be ashamed of that or apologizing for that, even if you're crabby. So, and then you have to allow yourself when you hear something to to feel that all the way through. What does, what feeling does that information bring? And then that gets translated or expanded to individuals. Is that individual, um, does that individual bring this feeling of this amazing expansion and this 
good feeling in your gut and your heart and you want to hear more, you want to know more, or is there something about you that is either totally, whoops, hang on, bumped my computer, totally disinterested in that, um, in that individual or that, you know, whatever it is you heard that story. Um, and, and eventually you get to the point where you hear a name or you hear a headline and you know the whole headline, you know the whole story. And, um, it, and that allows you, you're practicing. Um, you can't just make blanket decisions. So, so it's learn to feel, learn to trust your feelings begin to trust the feeling that comes when you read a story or hear some news and then trust or don't trust the people. And then you go digging, you follow up, you know, what else is, is happening with that company or that news story or, or that organization or what else is that person doing or that person saying, and do all the pieces fit together? So it, for most humans that you have to do the follow-up. Um, a lot of people make snap decisions. A lot of people are really good intuitively. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. it helps a lot Yeah. to be able to, um, you know, to be able to, to do that follow-up and to build an understanding of who's really working for our benefit and who's not and who is on the bad side that could be compromised to come over to the good side. Yes, 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 yes. Do you know, I learned many years ago from somebody um, a little technique to help build that validation and that verification. Ah. Very, very simple, like that discernment we're talking about. Yeah. And it was a very simple thing. And they said, imagine you're you're retired, you're, you're 92 years of age now, and you're sitting on your porch and, okay. if, and this question comes up, you know, what, like, do I trust him? Is this true? Uh, are they right. for real? Whatever the question is that you need validation around. And when you bounce that off your future self, like when you're 92 or 94, whatever, ah. age, the answer that you get will have the wisdom of time behind it. Ah, nice. And it was a very simple thing. And it has helped me enormously make, you know, make good decisions yep. Yep. in that way. And, it's, uh, you know, I hope that will help somebody. It's just a very simple thing. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So what's your thoughts about Elon Musk and his starship? Um, Elon Musk is pretty important to the good guys. This is my my take on it. I, I started out, um, you know, I get a lot of, of what do you call it, uh, financial newsletters, just to keep me up to date on what's the thinking, what's happening within the financial world. And for probably, I'm going to say five, six, seven, eight years, everything about Elon Musk was negative. He wasn't making a profit on Tesla. He was doing this, he was doing that, and he wasn't doing this, and he wasn't doing that, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Okay, this guy is being funded by somebody. I don't know who's funding him, but you can't build a car company and produce cars and not make a profit and keep going this long. Yeah, Something's and the same, crazy. and the same with with uh, Twitter. Like to pay that enormous amount of money and yeah. still still continue to be in business. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, so then. Um, you know, I so I had this. Okay, I'm I'm open, but I'm watching, and I've made preliminary decisions. And then, um, I I forget when it was. It was when he put his forty satellites, I have four hundred. I forget some with a number four, yeah. um, up into space, and forty of them just died or blew up or something. And of course, there was a cover story, you know, for all of that. But what I saw when that happened was, you know what, that doesn't make sense. And there was a window that opened in my own consciousness 
that showed somebody like taking pot shots at the satellites. And and I thought at first maybe that was just a, a little imaginary vision. It wasn't a real vision. Yeah. And um and then I started to watch a little more closely. And then I um I forget what I read, something about his family. And instantly it struck me as this guy is serious. He's serious about doing something and he's under the same orders I am. <laughs> stay below the radar. Now it's hard if you're a billionaire and you're the richest man in the world to stay below the radar. Sure. But he was keeping his alliances below the radar. Just doing business, you know, doing yeah. what uh, came along. Yeah. Um, and I think that 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 then that when I read about the family, I thought, okay, I think that maybe I was wrong about him. And then there was another event where I heard him speak, and I thought, hmm, I like that speech. Uh, that he was being honest and upfront, and he doesn't waste words. Yeah, he's very succinct. Um, yeah. And then when he said he was going to buy Twitter. I thought, you know, why would you want to buy that? Yeah. And um, and then when he bought it, I, and I didn't think it was going to go through. Oh, good God. Hang on. My phone is listening to me. It's serious. Still working. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> well, let me put this somewhere. <laughs> That's spooky. <laughs> it's like Alexa. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't even have Siri installed. Uh, Hunter turns her off when we're having private conversations oh, with people. Wow. Yeah, somebody's listening. You yeah. know, I hope you got an earful, whoever you are. <laughs> so, um, anyways, when he um, when he bought Twitter, I saw that the deal was going to fall through, which it's started to but then he went ahead with it and the deal was restructured so what i think what i saw was that the original deal was not the deal he ended up with um and then you know all kinds of changes happened and uh and i think uh you know i'm still watching i'm still watching closely but yeah. i'm pretty sure that he is yeah. somebody that is uh quietly working to get rid of the um the, the naughty boys you well know. You know, i've always liked him and you know there was always something about him that i just thought was very sincere in terms of the action yeah. of the planet and you know he's made it clear that he thinks we need to go you know beyond our planet and that we need to be you know living on other systems and right you and know we are we yeah, are, but we're not being honest about that. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in terms of the technology that our government has, Penny, oh. um, I'll share a story and then I'd like your opinion. You know, and I'm okay. kind of wondering if I should even share the story publicly, but go ahead. Um, but anyway, it was years ago when um, we were driving, I was driving with a partner, we were driving back to upstate New York from New Mexico because my, my father had passed away. Anyway, <laughs> road conditions caused us to turn around. So we ended up saying, well, let's go to Carlsbad Caverns because we've never been there in New Mexico, right? Okay, yep. So we turn around and we're driving to this town called Portales. Now, of course, now I know it probably means portal, right? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. also I get this download. I mean, Penny, this huge, first of all, this super high frequency energy right it envelopes me you know like i'm just like wow we're in some real intelligent territory okay right. <laughs> okay yeah. and uh i get this vision of G george bush jr going to roswell okay and okay. i'm thinking now why does he wasn't roswell what's that town that's close to Truth or consequences? Uh, no, there's another one that people go to all the time when there's little spaceships. It could be Roswell. Roswell, yeah. Okay, well, in that area. Yeah, hmm. that he was visiting, uh, having some military meeting, right? And what I see is 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 this 
military base on an overtone above the earth. Okay. Oh. And he's walking up these stairs with these tall uh, extraterrestrials with blonde hair. Oh, and wow. they go up and they're, you know, I see, you know, men in military, like army cameos and everything oh. all on this base. And they're all working on this base that's above, above the earth. Yep. And so there's this big meeting table and he's sitting down with all of these tall aliens and they're discussing the um, the problems at that time of the ant people. Okay. They were talking about the ant people. Okay. They were yeah. talking about the, um, that some of these chemtrails are to kill off these ant people who, who came in when the atom bomb went off. Right. Okay. But the point is, is that what, what struck me was the, level of intelligence to even have a military base on an overtone above the earth where these people are coming and going and working so i get back to our little cabin in new mexico and out of um uh, albuquerque right so there's a, there's a military okay. base between albuquerque and white sands and we were kind of yeah. right in the middle yep. these black helicopters start flying around my cabin right after i got home Two or three days, same thing. Come, circle around, leave. Well, on the third day, they came really close to making me feel they were going to land. And I was scared, scared the bejesus out of me. Okay. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, shit. You know, all I did was get a download. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't, you know. <laughs> um, so anyway, in that week, my partner who I was with, um, we got we got sprayed with chemtrails really badly that week, right? And he gets, he had a problem with depression anyway, but he goes into this depression. Okay. He'd usually go into this depression like a woman with her period and he'd come out of it after three days or so. Yeah. Well, he yeah. didn't come out of it. He was two weeks. He was just suicidal. So he did, he did end up killing himself out there, you know, as a result oh. of that whole thing. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, so I moved, obviously I had to move back to Chicago because it's not a place you can live by yourself as a woman. Uh. I know. <laughs> Any, anyway, anyhow, so, but I mean, that was the weirdest thing because I thought, wow, the technology that we have that oh. nobody has a clue about. Wasn't there a visit by by the royal family at the same time? Well, that was a dream where I saw you, one of the royal family going out to, um, There's a there was a little town near us where they built a new telescope. Oh, that's right. And there was oh. an official opening. Or yeah, something. there was an official break cutting of the ribbon. Oh, and it was um, one of the sons of Prince Diana oh, yeah. came out and cut the ribbon. And I remember thinking to myself, now, what is, what is they do? What are they doing with a little <laughs> town in New Mexico with a huge <laughs> observatory? Yeah. Well, not only that, though, a couple of weeks later, little Bush Jr. did come out to Roswell. Okay. For some meeting, you know? Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but I was just, I think, struck by the fact that there was, you know this intelligence this base going on yeah you know and and it was just like common thing military people were walking back and forth these yep. huge 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 ets tall long yep. blonde hair and blue eyes were meeting with them and discussing you know the big maps out on the table and discussing things you know yeah so much going on that we know don't know anything about yeah and uh, why they yeah. Would come after me of all people afterwards you know it's like come on well, I came after you, didn't I? No. <laughs> no, yeah. Examine this. <laughs> uh, very good. <laughs> yeah, that um, it would. I think it would shock a lot of people to know how many bases we have underground, as well as on what would be easily called the mothership. Um, maybe not as big as some of the intergalactic motherships, but um, still pretty darn big. And then um, on other planets and the effort, I think um, the the base on the moon, that, you know, I think the original base was built by the bad ETs, the ones that were not trustworthy, but that has um i think that's been taken or i think that was abandoned at the same time that you know when i was told okay they're leaving they have given up this was like june late june mid-july of 2021 and i was like so excited it's like oh my gosh i think we have a chance now um but the 
there are numerous bases on on different planets um, all around and their moons all around our solar system. We are now interplanetary and that is a very good thing except that they're lying their butt off about the whole business. So, yeah, and there's been quite an effort. Um, uh, The government that Trump had put in place was geared 100% to get rid of the the structure, the corporate structure that has taken over every aspect of life on this planet. And he tried. He did try. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Like I said, it's up to us from here on out. We have to withdraw. So what do you know about the ant people? Uh, not, not very much. I know um, I know that they exist. Um, I know the mantis people, very nice. I know some of the, um, they're called cat people. I've met two different versions of that. One panther and one leopard-like. Um, I, in fact, had a leopard as a guard for a while. <laughs> So I don't tell that to very many people, Um, but um, the the ant people, I'm I'm not sure if they're good or bad. I don't know enough about them. I know when I was down in Ecuador, down in the um, in the Amazon area, I could I I knew that there were all sorts of ETs all over the place down there in those mountains. And in those jungles, um, as well as just offshore in in the water. I mean, you know, ETs yeah. don't really. Yeah. They don't matter. Physical matter doesn't matter <laughs> to right. them. Yes. Yes, so. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do, I asked because my only memory of the ant people was years ago. I don't know if oh, I was in this. Med- some? Well, I was in this meditation. And, and it was the memory felt, felt like a memory to me where I was okay. in tunnels underground in Mars. It was me and some, there were some other people and the ant people were in control of us. They were tall ant looking people. Yeah. And uh, basically we were slaves in these tunnels. Yeah. Okay. So true. my memory <laughs> of them was, was not a good one. I never had a good memory of them. Okay. But okay. There's other people who think they're great, but that was yeah. not my impression, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I don't, I have heard little hints that they are part of the slave management on different planets. Yeah, I, that was my experience. And I knew it was Mars. I don't know how I knew, but I remember it was hot under these tunnels and the air was different than oxygen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were having to mine for them. and, and um, Yeah, and that's exactly were, right. I think the big fake around Mars is that we've been told that Mars was devastated and there's nobody there. <laughs> yeah. like, there is too. There's yeah, right. people yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you know? No, no. Penny. Worries. Yeah, I know she, you got a pile more questions, but we have to be <laughs> conscious of people of watching, listening to in our time and your time too. And we're, we're very grateful. Um, I, I'd I love suppose. to just... I, I'd love to just kind of do a quick recap of what we've covered today because okay. Penny, you've really hit on some very powerful uh, points. And the first one was that DNA is the most sought after item in the galaxy. I mean, we could go off on a, on another tangent and talk for ages about that. And that's a super thing for us to remember. Let's do that next time. Put a star by it. DNA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, absolutely. Okay. Let's talk about the potentials of DNA. Reptilians yeah. are the warring faction. The greys are the hybridizing faction. And yeah. the war has been going on in the open for uh, millions of years. Palladians are similar. Not millions to- that I know of. I know of the last hundred years for sure. And that they were um, eyeing and making inroads back in the 1500s. Uh, okay, interesting. So, yes. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, well, I won't say any more. Keep going. <laughs> okay. uh, you mentioned Gentrans are humanoid, but their eyes and their forehead and their nose is somewhat different. 
Yeah. Uh, Jinho or Ginho are wise and the Omo are similar to us, but with sloping shoulders, they're tall and thin and yeah. they do a lot of healing. Yeah. Big Which forehead. Most of the top level negatives left in 2021, but we're left with the remaining negatives scrambling for control. Is that a fair statement? Did I get that? That correct? is a very fair statement. That's exactly what's happening. The guys who were at the top of that network um, abandoned some of their lower level reptilian and Draco people. And so they have tried to step in, but they don't have the equipment. They don't have the backing. They don't have the uh, cooperation. Um, they just don't have the skills. Right. And so then we have our corporate network of humans who have bought into that because they want power. Um, and here we are. Right. And when we were discussing about discernment, you mentioned that you have to feel first, then you yep. have to trust that feeling, and then you have to allow yourself the feeling all the way to the end. And right. then you ask, does it bring a, a positive or a negative feeling feedback yep. back to you? And then you open yourself up for the rest of the, the whole story and you follow up then to validate and verify. Did I get that right? Yep. That's good. That's good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we talked briefly about Elon Musk, and you mentioned that he's essential for the success of the good guys. And then no. you said just in the last few minutes about the ant people are part of the uh, interplanetary slave management. Right. And then one key point that I'd like us to leave on and to keep in mind is you said it's up to us from here on in. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of failures along the way. Um, and a failure is not an option anymore. We're at the end of the line. Um, so here, here we are. It's We have to wake up. We have to understand that we need to let go of our old little world ideas, our old world ideas. Um, and really step into a world where all sorts of amazing things, maybe we can talk about the amazing things that are waiting for us next time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And don't hang up right away. I want to tell you one thing before you leave us. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> She's done. Okay. All right. So that brings us to the end of our session, Penny. As always, we are so grateful. We are yes, inspired we are. by you and your Thanks work. Thanks for making time for us. Yes. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. You're one of my favorites. <laughs> so, well, listen, we to be continued to as be continued. we evolve. Yes, yes, there we go. <laughs> we look forward to speaking to you again soon. Yeah. Moving along. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you take care and blessings and thanks All again. Right. And we'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Bye. Thank you, and thank you to everybody out there listening. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and on our website at wordofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now.